Hi, everyone, and welcome to the 39th episode of the Kingdom Hearts Union podcast. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Daryl. Hey, everyone. Lauren. Hi. Churro. Hello. And Jackie. Hi. Welcome, guys. This is a special show, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we got a full house. <laughs> yeah, and a full house. That's. I don't know if we've ever done that or how long it's been since we've had that. Everyone's here. Christmas. Yeah, Chris. Well, yeah, maybe Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but other than the fact that we have a full house, I think there's something else that's special about the show. What could it be? <gasps> I don't know. Wonder. Well, I'll tell you. Kingdom Hearts, the series that this particular podcast is about, is about to turn 10. Actually, it will be turning 10 the day after this podcast is released. Yay! Yay. It's growing up. Can you guys even remember what you were doing back in 2002? Uh, yeah. I don't even know. I think I was still in, um, I think I was just going into middle school, to be honest. Yeah, I'll I'll try to, you know, for our older listeners, I'll make them feel really old. I still had recess when Kingdom Hearts came Thanks, out. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> thank, you. Thank, you, thank you for reminding me of that. I'm old. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> You're welcome. Just just wanted to put that out there. I still had recess, and I remember I found out about Kingdom Hearts during recess. Oh. You youngins. I don't it was think. A special yeah. time. I don't think bell bottoms were in at that time. Yeah. Well, still yeah. straight. Well, in the late '90s, you know, bell bottoms sort of came back, and then it, they went away. I think they were just going away in 2002. Yeah, I still remember having bell bottoms, but I remember seeing um, the the commercials for Kingdom Hearts when I was yeah. that age. You'll and never like, know who you'll run into next. Too. Those are pretty damn good commercials. The, mm-hmm. That had such a great advertising campaign. It was so. F- squishy and happy and stuff. I loved it. (laughs) Alright, for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is a part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. Uh, We run on a four-week rotation with a new show every other Tuesday uh, with Final Fantasy Union. Uh, And we come out on the iTunes store, uh, KingdomHeartsUnion.com and Churro? KH2.co.uk Alright guys, well this time we do have a three-segment show for our anniversary special, uh, but we actually have a different kind of setup. Uh, our three-segment show will include first, burning question. Second, we're going to have our first-ever special trivia section. Uh, we'll see how that yeah. does. Where we make all the hosts look like idiots. That's Yay. the idea. That is the yeah. idea. And then, of course, finally, we'll have our question segment. Now, before you guys ask, yes, there has been news uh, with regards to Kingdom Hearts 3D. Uh, I've just decided not to necessarily cover it in this show for a couple of reasons. Uh, One, really the news that comes out around this time just really serves to spoil the game, so it doesn't really make you want to buy it any more than you already want to. And there really honestly wasn't that much apart from maybe a couple of screenshots and some commercials. So if you want to go find out uh, what the news was, uh, go to KingdomHeartsUnion.com, go to KH2.co.uk. It's all out there. Spoil your brains out. It's good stuff. Don't worry. It's it's a good game in the making. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, we do have uh, this, roughly the same announcement that we've been having the whole time, is that um, the people will have their questions answered in the question segment. We'll be getting stickers. But in addition to that, uh, the people that also get their an- uh questions no answer our burning question uh that we have in our show they're also going to get uh stickers in this show as well so everybody gets stickers that's involved everyone's a winner everyone's a winner just you know in in you know light of the specialness of our show today (laughs) all right well let's get this show on the road we're going to move on to our burning question 10th anniversary edition All right, so uh, for you guys that don't know, uh, our burning question last time was a twofer uh, in light of the fact that this was going to be our 10th anniversary show. The first question was, what is your favorite Kingdom Hearts memory? And that could have been something actually from Kingdom Hearts itself, like a scene or, you know, a favorite boss battle, or what, you know, some, you know, if there was something that magical happened when you bought Kingdom Hearts or if you remember a friend that used to play it with. So it was a very open question. Uh, the second question was, 
what does Kingdom Hearts mean to you? So, with that, uh, we're going to start with our first burning question uh, that comes from Jim Extreme, and his answer is to uh, his uh, the, the memory, which is his favorite Kingdom Hearts memory. And the answer is, I could literally write an essay on both of these topics, but I'm going to have to go with Christmas Day 2002. Uh, you guessed it, that's when I played Kingdom Hearts for the first time, and being completely captivated right from the get-go, as it were. A close second would be hearing the announcement from TGS the following year that the sequels had been announced, that Kingdom Hearts was officially not just a one-time deal. I was so happy. And I totally agree with everything because that's exactly how I felt when I played Kingdom Hearts for the first time. I was just, you know, captivated. I was hooked, you know, and then when they announced the, the sequels, Chain of Memories and Kingdom Hearts 2, it was pretty much the whole thing everybody was waiting for was sequels. And Definitely. It was, that was like the happiest day of my life. Right there. Seriously, that happiest day of my life. <laughs> that Aww. seriously blew me away. Uh, kind of a funny memory that I had in relation to that actually relates to you, Churro. Because when I back in 2003, it was like the beginning of September. That's when I discovered there was people that talked to each other on the internet. I actually found your website, Ziddy.net, and I was on there, and I got on there before Kingdom Hearts 2 was announced. I didn't even know what was going on. I was just hanging out. And then the day it was announced was just such a shocker that I just stumbled onto this community right before something really big happened. It was so, I don't know, it was such an amazing memory. It was good timing mm. on your part. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. real good timing. I made a lot of friends then. So. Aww. Inter- interesting memory. That's why I picked this one because it was so close to my personal experience. I, I, th- I think I just shed a tear just by reading it. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Definitely. And Shiro, do you want to take his other response? This is His response is what it means to him, and he answers with this. I love this series to death. Never have I been so excited for sequels of games as much as I have for the Kingdom Hearts series. I remember the wait for Kingdom Hearts 2 after Kingdom Hearts. Literally felt like forever. I actually spent most of my teenage years waiting for that game. So perhaps I can draw a parallel between my growing up to that of Sora's. Aww, that's a nice sentiment. <laughs> Speaking of age, you know, the tear just rolled down my face. Yeah, I don't well. remember. I actually don't necessarily recall um, it being that long before I got KH two. But then again, I think I got K. I think I got Kingdom Hearts one pretty late in the game. I yeah, didn't get it I think when it first makes came a out. Difference. Yeah, I remember I didn't get it when it first came out because I didn't have a PlayStation two at that time. Yeah. I know for me, waiting for Kingdom Hearts 2 was, like, excruciating. It was just so <laughs> long. And it was, it was you just know how, horrible. Yeah, you know how when you're younger, how time just seems to go by so much slower than when you're yeah, older? especially when it you was want that. something. <laughs> exactly. Really yeah, badly. especially when you want something. Oh. You're just like, I can't wait for Christmas to come, or... Oh, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, how long how long was it in development? It was at least in development since two thousand three. It was actually in develop. It started development like after, after Final Mix. After Final Mix, so about three. So years. that would have, yeah, that would have been. Well, so Final Mix came out December of two thousand and two. So maybe the tail end of two thousand and two, and it didn't release until the tail end of two thousand and five in Japan. So yeah, a full three years. No, we have I don't know. I guess way ahead of us. <laughs> oh, jeez, don't remind me. <laughs> I'm with I guess Lauren, they're... though. I don't remember waiting that long for it. But then I spent yeah. a lot of time. I spent a lot of time lurking on the forums and discussing with people Goodness. about speculations, maybe, yeah. and that's maybe where it's I just us, Churro. Maybe boys are just naturally more <laughs> impatient <laughs> for things. Yeah, especially if you're a big <laughs> well, fan of, think... of the series, and you're just like, I want it now. I guess we were kind of weird back then as well. I don't know, just the perception of time, because I remember Final Fantasy XII was obviously had a long development Yeah. Time, I never really thought about it. Me neither. I just remember yeah. thinking, it's not out yet, but I didn't really care about when it was coming out. I felt the same way about Final Fantasy XII. I was more in, you know, preoccupied with Kingdom Hearts 2, so that actually felt like a shorter development time, even though I think it was longer, because it was a four-year, four years yeah, at like least. four or five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. when Final Fantasy XII came out, I was like, wait... It's out already? When did I miss this? <laughs> yeah. 
I just kind of heard the, oh, yeah, it's out. I, I was at GameStop, and I saw it there, and I was like, wow, why didn't I know that it was out? <laughs> that makes me feel bad. But then I realized it wasn't the game I wanted. Like, oh, okay, whatever. I wasn't missing like, anything yeah, anyway. Not a big deal. Whatevs. Put that one back on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've actually never purchased Final Fantasy XII, so I'm happy to say that. I just rented it and tried it out and hated it. <laughs> <laughs> just to put it bluntly. All right, uh, Jackie, you want to take uh, the next one? Yep. This one is from Animus13. Back in 2006, I went over to my older cousin's house. He was playing the first game over again since he was so excited for the second game to come out that year. All I can remember was watching my cousin play a spiky-haired girl, yes, I thought Sora was a girl, run around looking <laughs> for stuff on an island. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. I don't think Kaylee Joel Osment wants to <laughs> he think that he yeah. sounded like a woman. Yeah, especially in Kingdom Hearts 2, he had <laughs> such an older voice. <laughs> yeah, Kingdom Hearts 2, he, he did have a voice change. But then that would make such a weird relationship between him and Kyrie. <laughs> Share a papu fruit. But it would Uh-oh. make a lot more sense with his relationship with Riku. <laughs> that is very, very true. <laughs> but um yeah, uh I mean, like I said, I first heard I first saw um Kingdom Hearts through uh Game Informer and then through um through magazines and stuff. But I was introduced to a lot of other games the same way that you have been Mm -hmm. um especially for my brother i was introduced to the final fantasy series through my brother because i remember one day just hanging out in his room and he was playing uh final fantasy seven and then um my i went to my other brother's house and uh i remember watching him play final fantasy eight and uh yeah so i i've kind of have it ingrained in my mind that um you know from my brothers about these games and uh yeah i totally i totally can relate to you there not necessarily with kingdom hearts i got into that all by myself but yeah (laughs) let me just look at you let me just ask a quick question i uh, you you mentioned you really like final fantasy 7 and 8 is everyone here's favorite final fantasies like 7 8 and 10 pretty much no mine is 9 Yours is nine. Uh, it's either you're either in the nine camp or you're in the other camp. Okay, I was just wondering, just because uh, <laughs> since it's a Nomura game, Kingdom Hearts, you know, I was just thinking that most most of us would like more the Nomura style Final Fantasy. I know for me, seven, eight, and uh, ten are my favorites. Surprisingly, yeah, I chose I nine. I just, I just love nine's story and the characters more than the other seven, eight, and ten. He yeah. doesn't even like yeah. Kingdom Hearts. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> For me, um, 8 is my favorite just because I played it first and it's more of a mm-hmm. love story and I love first that. First game syndrome. Yep. Yeah, that's I'm, true. I totally But have then that. Um, if I had to choose one based off choice, like which one is actually like um, I prefer playing over all of them, I would say 10 just because mm-hmm. it just had everything yeah. the way that I like it. I wonder if Kingdom Hearts has first game syndrome. I, don't, I wouldn't know because I, st- I mean I started yeah. with the first game and I do love the first game the most but I don't know if that's just because it was the first game and you know first games generally are better than sequels so yeah, I, w- I, I wonder don't know. I think if I played Birth by Sleep before any of them I think I would definitely True. have a bit of a affinity towards that one but yeah you I can't probably really be very speak confused. for that True yeah. but Birth by Sleep is a better starting point of all the sequels it kind of makes the more sense if you start if you had to pick a sequel to start from I would start from that one yeah, but what yeah. if you're a new gamer, though? Like, new to the series? You yeah, if you're new to the series, I wouldn't recommend to start with a sequel. I'm just saying mm-hmm. if you picked a sequel to start from, I would say Birth by Sleep would make the most sense it's, since it's a prequel. Story-wise. Yeah, even though it's more confusing than all of the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to make it easier by p- picking a sequel, but if you really have to, go with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, well, uh, this next person has a very, very... um. Funny name. I, I like it a lot. Uh, Waldo Lang Schnitzeldong. <laughs> I can't help it. Um, his favorite memory. Okay. Um, so he said, uh, the first time playing Kingdom Hearts and the opening tutorial section started, I was mesmerized by the awesome music and atmosphere. Going through that and having it finish with the fight, se- uh, the fight against the dark side was amazing. I don't think... Um, 
I can top that. Yeah, like the start of Kingdom Hearts was pretty awesome. I think everyone knew at that point that there was going to be the music um, before, what, like when you kicked in. Yeah. Mm. Um, but like the cutscene was just—it it was typical Square Enix, and they don't really do it so much anymore. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, just, but the, or like when uh, because obviously I came from a very Final Fantasy background, and Kingdom Hearts was kind of it was like a bit confusing I think I, I kind of bought into it because it was Square Enix and mm. in Square Enix we trust and all that <laughs> stuff yeah. um, and like it just the opening sequence didn't really make a whole lot of sense <laughs> and then you just jump, you just end up on an island <laughs> and you're like oh hi um, Waka what's up <laughs> <laughs> well I, I really liked well I came from the same or similar background where I came from Final Fantasy and I went into Kingdom Hearts and I found it very welcoming because it was something that I was used to was some of the you know confusing and vaguely dark uh, you know overtones and this is all very serious even though we're all very young you know those yeah. kinds of very angsty mm things were really cool to me because I was 12 and I looked up to people like that so <laughs> I think it's good though because like obviously the beginning was a tutorial but it never really felt like a tutorial yeah it was yeah it was fun it was just so mysterious how that opening segment was it was just you know that's what you know pulled me in it's like it goes from the, the CGI intro mm-hmm. into this and then it's like what's going on yeah I really loved yeah. how how put together it was with the story how every now and again you would have the uh you know the the ambient voice in the background. It was just text, but it was yeah. the ambient voice saying, "You know, get closer to the closer you come to the light, the greater your darkness becomes." And I thought that was a really cool way to get you started into the game. And uh, I think also putting the Final Fantasy characters at right at the beginning of the game. Yeah, it, it kind of reassured people who'd come from Final Fantasy. Exactly. Mm. I went. And they were like, "Yeah, look at this. This is really cool." Mm-hmm. I get to smack someone with a wooden stick. <laughs> <laughs> like I can smack Titus all over again. Sadly, if if you when you start out, one of the only people you can actually beat is Selfie. So <laughs> the only I one you actually, can beat is the girl. When I when oh. I start when I played it the last time I played through Kingdom Hearts one, I made sure that I could beat Riku, and I beat him like ten times. Well, that's and I kept getting very like, desirable. Uh, I forget what you get. I think you get something yeah, like a that potion. you can then valuable, yeah. A potion yeah, that and you a can then zone or something like that. That you can then sell in the shop when once you get to um Traverse Town. But yeah, yeah, I I just knew that I I wanted to beat Riku. I was like it has to be possible. So I just kept trying and trying until I got it. And then that was the same with Squall too cuz the first time I played the game, I was just like, "Oh my gosh, it's Squall! Oh, you <laughs> killed me!" I just, I just jerk. Uh-huh. You're so persistent, Lauren. <laughs> I, just I gave up, up pretty De- much the first Destiny time. Destiny Islands, get into like 50 before I left oh. the islands. I just wanted actually, to I, Riku in the race. I actually found the fight with Riku on the island was actually one of my favorite fights in the game. I thought it was really fun because it was it was a proper sword fight, and you know he would even block your attacks and. It, it, oh yeah, he was. Yeah, there, was there, no, there was like no, no powers involved, like special like magic. No or powers. Just it was just talent. Yeah. I thought that was cool because you don't really get that in Kingdom Hearts, not anymore. At least everybody's all you know magic and Mash lightsabers and and, and zi- zipping around and shooting lasers. So <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah, nice it that really we had that in the beginning. Yeah, really tested your you know technique. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I remember the most about the beginning is the dark side battle. Yeah, definitely. That was pretty impactful for me because, well, you start yeah. out in Destiny Islands with all your friends, and you know you're racing against them. It's so lighthearted. You're playing little these little sword fights, and all of a sudden mm. the atmosphere Boom. turns dark. And I remember oh. thinking, <laughs> "Oh my god, I just started this game. Why do I have to fight this thing?" Yeah, that yeah. that whole Night of Fate section was so awesome. Like that's that's definitely one of my favorite video game sections ever. It was just that mm-hmm. whole scene. You got Heartless everywhere, and then you end it all with the dark side battle, and it's all epic, and the music's so cool, and I don't know. I just really love that whole section. So really, and actually I read a review recently about, um, well, an early review of Kingdom Hearts 3D, and one of the things that they praised Kingdom Hearts for from the beginning was how it started off with a bang, and how not all RPGs do that, how sometimes when an RPG you're stuck 
in a dungeon killing rats until you can leave the dungeon or something like that. Final Fantasy Twelve. Final Fantasy yeah. Twelve. <laughs> but this one from the get go, action, awesome, starts with epic stuff just to get you a hook. So that was definitely That's why Final Fantasy Eight was awesome. Definitely. I mean, come on. Yeah. Library <gasps> Yep. Dalt mission. Yeah, that was awesome. All right, and uh, Daryl, you want to take his uh, his other response? Sure. So Waldo uh, says, for what it means to him, aside from the fact it's a fantastic series in general, it's a reminder of how much I loved the Disney movies when I was younger. They managed to take all this nostalgia and put it into an entirely new product. That, for me, was probably the most surprising effect of Kingdom Hearts, for me at least, just because when I was... Because I, I was 12 when this came out, and... I was just old enough so that I felt too cool for Disney. And I was, you know, that was my kitty years. And as I played more of Kingdom Hearts, I felt like, wow, these stories actually were pretty good. And over time, I decided, you know what? I should go back and rewatch these. And I discovered a new love for Disney movies and writing and art and animation. And had it not been for Kingdom Hearts, I wouldn't have been reintroduced into that so that to me was this really powerful so i totally align with all of that waldo mm-hmm. did anyone else get reintroduced was anyone else too cool for disney or was that just me <laughs> nope. I, I got reintroduced. no one's too cool for disney oh yeah oh well i um i was kind of disappointed by um the section with nightmare for christmas mm. i was so stoked because <laughs> I love Jack Skellington. Like I'm not in any way like a hot top, a uh, hot topic like poser yeah. person who just thinks they that Nightmare Before Christmas is like the best movie in the world. I actually do, legitimately, since I was like five or six years old, thought that Nightmare Before Christmas was just one of the best animated movies ever, mm-hmm. and I I still stand by that. Um. But yeah, like uh, I, I was disappointed by that. But I was happy to go back and rewatch, um, like Hercules mm-hmm. and Tarzan and stuff like that. Like I really, really liked those worlds. Um, what about Little Mermaid? I even went back and watched. Yeah, was there any movies that you guys had not watched, but because you played the world in Kingdom Hearts, it made you want to watch the movie? For me, it was. Uh, oh, I'm gonna say no. For Tarzan, yeah, yeah. I never seen Tarzan until that. Until I, I actually, the I actually hadn't seen a lot of the movies uh, prior. Yeah, same, because for for me uh, and growing up as as a boy in the '90s, a lot of the <laughs> Disney movies were princessy, other than maybe yeah. Aladdin. So I didn't see uh, Little Mermaid. I didn't see uh, Beauty and the Beast. And I always grew up thinking, oh, that's that's just girly stuff. I don't want to watch that. And you still I, think that now? <laughs> I don't think that now. I love... Uh, the, actually, Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast are some of my favorite movies now because mm. Kingdom Hearts reintroduced me, so I don't know. To be honest, I actually, with the exception of maybe two, which is like... Uh, I never watched. I've never watched Peter Pan. I've watched mm. like every other oh, interpretation horrible, of Peter horrible, Pan. No. I've watched like <laughs> Hook and like Neverland, and um, but like I, uh, I also never saw any of the ones with like um, uh, uh, what's his name, um, Scrooge, I guess Scrooge McDuck is that his name? Yeah, or something? yeah. And like the little, the little baby ducklings. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I never saw any of those movies, but everything else yeah. I actually have already seen before I... I... The, the Disney films that I used to watch were, were completely different ones. So like Yeah, you used Robin to watch like, the old ones. The Rescuers. Oh, you're watching the bad ones. <laughs> Robin Hood is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was during the Disney Dark Ages. Robin Hood is an amazing film. It, well, it is an amazing film. Which is why I still own the VHS copy of that movie. Basil the Detective. Does the VHS detective. still work? Yep. I still oh, have a VCR. Good, yeah. I still have one. <laughs> just for that reason. Just Sword to watch all Disney movies on it. Oh, Sword in the Sun was horrible. See, I, oh, I, I missed out. I missed out on those ones, the ones that you're mentioning, yeah. Daryl. I, I, I do want to watch them, though. I'm not going to knock them. Yeah. But um, I do. Robin Hood is an awesome film. 
I think I watched more of the. To be honest, I think I watched more of the live action older films. So yeah. Wow, like Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins yeah. And Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Um, I don't know if Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was Tron. Disney, but oh, <laughs> uh, Tron. Well, Tron we watched on uh, New Year's. I, that was fun. I still don't understand why Robin Hood isn't in a Kingdom Hearts game. Because it's not that good. I ask the same question. Maybe there's like. But it's like. He's a fantastic character, and there's so many things that you could draw from. Maybe there's like licensing issues. Maybe it's because he's an animal. Maybe because Disney's too embarrassed to put it in. Aww. The rescuers as well. That would work. Rescuers is good. I'll give you that. But they like Disney films. The rescuers is a Disney film that most people have never heard of before. Yeah. Even though there was like four of them. The Rescuers well, Down Under was um, good. What's it called? Was in was in Kingdom Hearts. Um, the uh, what's it called? Um, the s- sword in the was stone. it the Sword in the Stone? Wasn't the Wizard from Merlin? That? Yeah, Merlin. Merlin. Yeah. Yeah, Merlin. Some... He was from that, wasn't he? Because I remember seeing that scene where he's like uh, taking the stuff out of his bag and putting it yeah. down places. He, he was more like yeah, a, in the like a cameo. The, he didn't really have. Yeah, he's a like world. the fairy godmother. Yeah. He's yeah. had a house in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, in my understanding, at least with the Kingdom Hearts movies, they basically picked from the golden age, or quote-unquote second golden age of Disney animation, which was all the 90s movies, and then they picked from the golden age of Disney animation, which was all the early movies while Walt Disney was still alive, and then they just left all the middle movies and haven't touched them. Then you got the three Musketeers. <laughs> Jungle all Book Darryl's, as well. Yeah, well, Jungle Book. Jungle Book, they... They were going to put it in, but they, I guess they thought it didn't fit in. They probably thought it was too close to Tarzan. Yeah. But hey, I look, mean, Robin like, Hood has an IMDb of 7.5. <laughs> All right, I, well, we'll I petition think, Square. I think, that the, yeah. I think that they should, they deserve some recognition. Yeah, I mean, they're not, okay, maybe they're not terrible movies. They're not bad in movies. In your opinion. I just think proportionally to other Disney movies, they're not as good. But they are good movies, and they're very well animated. I will never knock the art of them. They're amazing. Just the story. <laughs> I love Snow White. So the choice is not the story of Robin Hood. The story of Robin Hood's like the same. It's like the story of Robin Hood. They just animated <laughs> it. Yeah, I guess. It's still good, no matter what. Or Arist- <gasps> Aristocats. I want Aristocats. Ooh, me too. That w- I would like mm-hmm. that. I would like that a lot. It's alright. <laughs> well. That will bring us to the end of our burning question. Uh, the burning question for the next show will be a little bit more prospective. Uh, if it were, so basically the question is going to be: If it would make Kingdom Hearts three come out sooner, how would you feel if a different team was put in charge of developing Kingdom Hearts three? So that's pretty controversial, but it is very. I don't know. I think it's very topical because that seems to be happening with a lot of franchises these days. So. We will see. I don't think Square Enix would have the stones to do it. I don't think so either. But Cap- it's kind of like Dragon, if they go like the, Dragon Quest. If they go the Capcom route, if Square Enix no. turns into Capcom, they'll do it like they are doing with Devil May Cry. I, I, I think Nomura is just way too protective. I hope so. Yeah, I really hope so. Not just Nomura, but Disney. <laughs> Yeah, Disney <laughs> yeah, that's well. true. Disney will slap you. Yeah. All right, guys. Game. So let's move on to our second and special section, the trivia section. Yay. All right. So in honor of the specialness of this podcast, we have a trivia segment. This segment will serve to educate you on some useless but interesting information, also known as trivia, about our beloved series Kingdom Hearts while also probably ridiculing slash humiliating the podcast hosts. I have a series of four questions, one for each of my co-hosts. Feel free to pause the show at any time and see if you know the answer. There is one rule, though. Google is forbidden. I'd like to say here that (laughs) when you're put on the spot to answer a question, suddenly things come a lot harder. (laughs) Exactly. That's what makes it And we have no idea what we're going to be asked. Exactly. I have not told... You don't know what we're getting into here. I've not told anyone the questions. So, but don't worry. I've picked picked good ones with the purpose of, you know, getting out information that maybe not everyone knows. So, with with all that said, now on to the questions. Dun-dun-dun. All right, let me actually pull up my questions. I've had them so hidden. Goodness. (laughs) So hidden from yourself. So hidden. All right, pause. I need to find them. (laughs) I even had them hidden from myself. All right, back to the action. 
All right, so the first question is going to be for Jackie. And this one, in my opinion, is actually probably the hardest question of Good of luck, all Jackie. Of them. Yes, but it luck. seems luck, like the easiest. So, question one How many Kingdom Hearts games are there? And I will qualify this, including all final mixes and remakes, and it doesn't necessarily have to be made by Square. Doesn't necessarily have to. <laughs> what? Well, well I mean, well, uh, made by Square officially, anyway. made officially, by hand. officially sanctioned Kingdom Hearts games. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I guess I was going to start, maybe start to list off all that um, yeah, the major stuff. Yeah, go for it. Stuff. Let's list them out. Let's try chronological <laughs> order. See if that works. Okay. Hmm, this is, could potentially be a deceptively simple question, like you said. Deceptively mm. simple, but I doubt it. Oh. I should get the Jeopardy theme song. <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna rattle them off. Oh, and by the way, uh, I'll, I'll give you one. We are including Kingdom Hearts 3D since it's coming out in a couple of days. So that's that's one of them. Excellent. But that's the last one, obviously. Okay, I'm not gonna bother to go in order. Just whatever comes into my head. Okay, first. whatever comes to. <laughs> All right, so that's Kingdom Hearts 3D. We have Birth by Sleep, 358 over two days. We've got uh, Rechain of Memories, Game Boy Chain of Memories, um, Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, the uh, Recoded, and then the mobile version of Coded. Oh yeah, Final Mixes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix. We're at 11 so Birth far. Birth by Sleep Final Mix. Okay. 12. There are that's actually probably all the ones that most people will get. There's two two of them that I don't think anyone's gonna get. Um can I answer? Huh. Oh oh are we passing over? Huh? Mm. I I would be fine with a churro. Give it a give it a whack. Didn't Disney create a mobile game that was not created by Square Enix? Yes, yes. Ooh. It was just called true. Kingdom Hearts. And then, exactly. Did you did you really say Dream Drop Distance? Yes. Yes, you already got yes. Dream Drop. That was a giveaway one. That's the first uh-huh. one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that one. So that was one I expected nobody to get. So I'll give you a fun fact about that. So Kingdom Hearts for mobile phones was an internationally released game. It actually came out in 2004, and I actually believe it came out before Chain of Memories. So it's actually technically the real sequel, I guess you could say. But um, it really mm-hmm. had nothing to do with anything. It had I nothing mean, to do with anything, and it was terrible. It but was released another... on Verizon on Bcast. Yep, I had oh. it on Bcast. <laughs> that is I super obscure. <laughs> it is super obscure. I played it, and a fun fact, this was actually one of the first 3D cell phone games, period. It was actually pretty good for wow. what the technology yeah. phones were back in that day. Just to give you an idea, it was basically slightly not as good as PS1 graphics. So it was pretty impressive for 2004, considering how far we are now. Yeah. yeah. So what was it called, officially? A Kingdom Hearts. That's and it was, was developed, it was developed on the Swerve engine. <laughs> so that was one. So there's actually 14 games. There's actually one other one that's sort of debatably a game. Coded? Can any, no. Uh, <laughs> but released, it was actually released with Coded. Oh, the Kingdom Hearts Yes, yes. So that is the last game, and that was a social gaming platform. It was filled with lots of mini games, and you can make your own avatar, and it was only available in Japan, but that is in total. So in total, there have been 14 Kingdom Hearts games, officially sanctioned games, not Flash games online. 14 games, and in chronological, well, rough chronological order, it's Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, uh, Kingdom Hearts The Phone Game, uh, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, Ching- Kingdom Hearts Re Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 358 Over Two Days, Kingdom Hearts Coded, Kingdom Hearts Mobile, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts Recoded, and then finally Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance. Crazy. <laughs> Which, just by the way, Kingdom Hearts now has 14 games, and Final Fantasy has 14 games. Well, just Final Fantasy's got way more than four. True, true. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It's like for sixty game, for a game that's only got you know ten years on it. That like, means at least more than one a year. So for a game that's technically impressive. only got yeah. two main games, that's pretty I mean, impressive. Fourteen games yeah. in ten years, you know. Pretty two main, two main games in 
12 spin-offs. <laughs> yeah. Not spin-offs. It's weird to think that, though. Like, if you told me, if you told me just point blank, uh, Kim Hearts has 14 games, I would say you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. I mean, to be fair, a lot of them are remakes or just special editions, but... Mm. All that considered, that's pretty, a lot of reasons. There's probably more re-releases of Final Fantasy 1 than that. True. <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah. All right. So I think we've exhausted that particular question. That was one of my favorites. Uh, the second question, which is actually the best one in my opinion. Oh, man. For oh, Churro. <laughs> so this is actually related to the dub of Kingdom Hearts. Which Kingdom Hearts voice actor or actress was made famous as a hip-hop backup dancer? What? Good luck. Yes. <laughs> yes. There is Man, one. That's pretty unfair. That's the best response <laughs> ever. <laughs> this is the best one. For backup dancer? Wait, Jap- are, we, are we talking Japanese? No, this is here? the dub. This is the dub. And actually, I remember when I heard this person was in there, this is actually the first... This is how I knew who they were, was them as a backup dancer. Was this from, like, the first game? The yeah, no, not yeah. not the first game. Uh, I'll tell you, she was in two two different games so far. Are they recent? And it's a she, and it's a she. So that's also another hint. Yeah. Um, yes, fairly recent. The only thing that comes to mind is either Allison Stoner or Megan Martin. Uh, Allison Stoner is actually the, vo- the voice of Shion and Kyrie in Rechain of Memories. She was actually made famous as a hip-hop backup dancer. She Wasn't she in Step Up? <laughs> she was in Step Up 3D and also when she was really, really young, actually around, rock. When, uh, around when um, Kingdom Hearts was coming out, she actually did a couple music videos with Missy Elliott. Um, oh, one wow. that came to mind was Gossip Folks, which has Ludacris and <laughs> in it. I don't know. I just remember when I was a little kid, I used to watch, you know, all these rap videos with my uh, with my cousin, and this is where I knew of Allison Stoner because I thought it was cool because like I was like this little kid and she was this little kid and she was doing the Crip Walk and she was doing all kinds of crazy stuff and dance moves. I just thought that was really cool. So when I, I think it was actually on this podcast maybe before i was on where they mentioned allison stoner and this is what came to mind um she also <laughs> did a, a dance for eminem in uh, just lose it oh, oh so, so that, very she was obscure. that girl in the video she was that girl that tiny girl that's allison stoner is that crazy <laughs> that is crazy it's funny because i was looking also... at her because uh, i was having a debate with somebody and they were saying that they're talking about allison stoner so i looked in her wikipedia mm-hmm. and it surprised me that she was in Step Up 3D. Yeah. I was like, that kind of surprised me. It took me off guard. And I'm like, and then when I read down further and it said she was in like hip hop videos with like like you said, Missy Elliott. I was like, yeah. I couldn't believe it myself when I read her it's Wikipedia pretty... page. Oh, it's that girl. Yeah, that's. Oh my god, I recognize her. Kyrie from, um, and Shion. I recognize her from uh, yeah, Cheaper by the Dozen and like all those Disney stuff. Yep. Yep. She was in Cheaper by the Dozen too. Wow, she looks so different. Now. I know she's she's got a. She, I think she's eighteen now. Is that crazy? Whoa, now we're really old. I'm old. <laughs> we're really old. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> oh my god. Ten years does a lot. Allison Stoner, you made me old. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this this one revelation made Lauren old. I'm sorry, Daryl. <laughs> oh but god. yeah, if Kingdom Hearts didn't already have a lot of obscure voice actors that worked for it. This is another one. You know, she kind of looks like she kind of looks like the girl who um, is in Carmen Music. Mm-hmm. You guys ever saw that? The the um, the awesome like white girl. Uh, her fiance plays the piano and she raps. I've heard of her. Totally I've awesome. heard of her. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> <off topic. laughs> okay. But yeah, but yeah, that was definitely my favorite one. Just because that that was the only trivia I was actually able to come up with myself. So <laughs> I'm actually able to. I got that. <laughs> Yeah, that is yeah, good, good job, that Chira. That. See, that's that's why we got the expert on our show. <laughs> Truth. All right, so the next question is for Daryl. Oh, I'm not looking Darryl. forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is definitely a, a more technical one. So, which game in the entire series had a total of 19 playable characters? Well, I'm gonna use deduction here and say it wasn't any of the first two yes 
Because <laughs> there, there was only one. Well, actually, no. In Kingdom Hearts 2, there was three since you could play as Roxas and Riku for certain points. But yeah, and not Mickey. 19. And Mickey. And Mickey, so that was four. So not Breath of n- Sleep didn't have that many. Yep. Um, I'm going to say, uh, and, and this is just a, an educated guess based on how many characters there are in the game, 358 over two. That is correct. all the organization members. Exactly. Yay. So... In total, <laughs> Good job, in total, there are 19 playable characters. You can play as every organization member. You can play as Sora, Donald, Goofy, Riku, and Mickey. And by organization members, we also include Shion, which is another character. So and and hooded dual wheeled Roxas yeah, too. Dual wheeled Roxas. I, I don't know if that was included in the countdown. I just grabbed this off a website. But 19 playable characters <laughs> in total. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Lauren's going to get the final question, and this is the the tricky one. Oh, gosh. So, which which Final Fantasy character or characters have been in every main Kingdom Hearts game made by Square? This means the only one it would be excluding is the mobile game. Or not... Yeah, sure. Yeah, that one. All right, well, um, I know in, like, Birth by Sleep, there wasn't a ton. There was, like, Zack. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody was, like, in Radiant Garden, but... They're just chilling out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just chilling. Um, uh... I don't want to say Cloud for some reason, but I don't know why. Cloud's, Cloud's <laughs> been in a couple. Yeah. I was actually going to make another trivia related to Cloud, is whose voice actor has not changed in, in the English voice acting that's a Final Fantasy voice actor, and it's actually Cloud. Steve Burton. Steve, wow. Steve Burton has Steve. been Cloud the whole time, even in Chain of Memories. So man, that's better than David Boreanaz. Yeah, he's Sheesh. the only one that stayed the same, which is crazy. Props. People love him. Um, I'm gonna go a bit obscure, mm-hmm. and um, I think I'm gonna go soft and squishy. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I think I'm gonna go with yes. So Moogles have been in every Kingdom Hearts game, including the handheld titles, including the ones that have very little Final Fantasy. So far, they've been all in all the titles. I can only imagine they're also in Kingdom Hearts 3D. We haven't they, played it, so we don't know. They are, because it's a screenshot with Rhyme and a there you go. behind her. There you go. So every so Kingdom Hearts Moogles have been established as an, a recurring character. Even in KH Mobile, the social gaming platform, they're even in that. Yep. I'm positive. take over the Kingdom Hearts, Goopo. I'm positive that they were not in the uh, Verizon game, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> Goopo. Actually, one one interesting character that was actually in that game that um, should have probably been in Kingdom Hearts at some point was the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland was in it. I missed that kill. Really? Yeah, and he was actually really well animated, which was kind of creepy. Awesome. <laughs> which one was he in again? In in the in the game called Kingdom Hearts, the just the phone game that was released in 2004. That is weird. That, like, I didn't think about it before, but it is really bizarre that they didn't include yeah. him in the Alice in Wonderland world. Didn't have in him, Tweedledee, Tweedledum. They skipped a lot of characters. At least they had but the Cheshire Cat. I mean, like, that's all I care yeah, that's true. They had the Treasure Cat the and they had the uh, Queen of Hearts. Which yeah, is... I guess if you had to pick characters and you had to make a short world in a game, I guess those would be them for Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And the card soldiers. And the card soldiers, yeah. And the card soldiers, the yeah. background. And the, oh, and the little so uh, rabbit guy, the I white rabbit. they had the Mad Hatter in there. Yeah, the white rabbit. I know. They had this table. And they had his pic- yeah, picture. Yeah, I was expecting and, to see him. And the marsh hare. Yeah. Maybe the Queen of Hearts killed him. Budget, maybe the heartless Budget cuts. Him. Budget cuts. <laughs> budget cuts. Right. We, we got the table. We couldn't afford the uh, <laughs> the animation team for attached yeah. down. Well, there's there's a lot that goes into adding a character. There's writing. There's you know animation, modeling, modeling and then voice acting yeah. and localization. There's a lot. So I understand. I guess mm. it's the first game. But it's kind of weird that um, to think that. Like at least Leon hadn't been in all of them because it seemed like he yeah. was sort of like the closest one to Sora. Definitely, definitely, he's. But that is a bit bizarre. He's also yeah. the most emo. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's debatably, awesome. Cloud could be the most emo, in, at least in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah. The emo twins. He does have that hipster vibe about him. Oh yes. Yeah, he's got cool costumes and stuff. Yeah, he definitely has. I'm totally awesome, and I hide behind a scarf. I would say maybe, yeah, I guess Squall would be the more emo one, whereas 
Cloud is the goth one because he's got all these yeah, crazy. He's even got like the whole my sword is wrapped up in bandages. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hurt you, but I'm gonna have my to. sword has a boo boo. <laughs> even my sword I'm so has scars. Wounded. Yeah, Squall's definitely so like the, the silent type. It's just like, oh, yeah. All right, well, that covers the whole trivia section. I hope somebody's learned something out of this. I, I did go through great lengths to pick something that someone wouldn't know. So you did good, Brandon. You did good. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Brandon. You. You did very Thank good. You. Yeah. All right. And we all got them right. Yeah, we all we all got we all got them right. No embarrassments. So. The, the hosts have been spared so far. For now, this time. This time, we'll see if it's popular enough to bring back when we don't have news. Yeah, you're gonna have to have harder ones. Oh, jeez. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> no, wait. I didn't. I didn't want to <laughs> say that. <laughs> all right. So that brings us to our last section, uh, the question segment. Our question segment's a little bit short this time, but you know we did have a lot of stuff before, so I hope, um, I hope it was long enough so far. Uh, but remember, guys, you can ask questions on the forums and on Twitter. We were actually, I actually picked two of the only questions we had so um be sure to ask questions for the next show so we'll have lots of questions that we can answer uh without further ado our first question again from the forums is actually also from waldo lang schnitzeldong and (laughs) waldo lang schnitzeldong asks if you if you had a pet dark side what instrument would you teach it to play um that's a very interesting question. Um, <laughs> one that I've actually my... never thought of before. <laughs> I think the one that it would be best at would probably be drums. Yeah. <laughs> Being that it likes to pound Perhaps things. Perhaps bongos. I think if I gave bongos, it, you know. I think I think if I gave him a violin, he'd probably break yeah. it and then moan and cry. Um, Dark side can't have yeah. nice things. <laughs> no. Or maybe, since he likes to, like, stomp a lot, maybe a floor um, keyboard. Floor piano, would be yeah. <laughs> floor piano would be the best thing to teach him how to play. Um, yeah. Or we'll just skip the instruments <laughs> and just go for DDR. Wow. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. dark side on DDR. I actually thought yep. of this in a rather obscure way. He just said instrument, <laughs> and he never specified musical instrument. So I thought maybe a medical instrument. Perhaps <laughs> a perhaps a stethoscope, so he can listen for hearts. You know, huh. I'm just thinking that could be pretty useful as a heartless. You know, that's very true. Could be. So. Just give him a bass just guitar. Bass okay. guitar. Rock out. <laughs> Have a bass battle like in Scott Pilgrim. Exactly. That's what I'm talking <laughs> <Yes>. about. <laughs> That'd be so epic. I'd go for a saxophone. Oh, uh, epic like sax Aww. heartless. It was. Big. Oh, <laughs> well, that was that was a good question, Waldo Langsnitzeldong. Thank you. You just want to keep saying his name. Right? <laughs> I know, it's such that's an awesome your, name. If that's your real name, I am so sorry, but... You have the best name in the world. You have nothing to yeah, be sad about. Yeah, say three times that really quick. That is a really good game. <laughs> I'm afraid he's going to pop Waldo out of Lang the mirror. Waldo Langsnitzeldong. Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls. <laughs> All right, and Lauren, can you take the last question? <laughs> yes, I'm, I I can. All right, this is from Inbrax, and uh, they ask, if Kingdom Hearts 3 was the last Kingdom Hearts game ever, how would you wrap up the story or have Nomura wrap up the story? With the giant happy ending with everybody does a group hug. Xehanort's defeated, you know, everybody's all happy, everybody's on the Destiny Islands, they're celebrating... They're having a big water fight in the, in the beach, you know. It's it's gonna be good. How about a uh, how, how about an epic dance ending like in a uh, Slumdog Millionaire? Just randomly comes up. <laughs> yes, yeah. everybody breaks out. <laughs> everybody does dance. a line dance. <laughs> or like um with uh, karaoke at uh, in Shrek. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> have like the donkey come out yeah. randomly. I don't know. I don't know. Well, That'd be my ideal. Just like have everybody just break Some out in typical ending. Disney fashion, song and dance. Yeah. yeah. Um, what we won't do is ask Nomura to uh, contract Casey Hudson into yeah, the ending. yeah. Three three endings. They're all the same, but they're different colors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want fireworks. no spoilers. Sorry. Fire- oh yes, gotta have fireworks. I think, uh, to be honest. And this might sound a bit morbid from me, and I'm being a bit, like, on the serial You want side. everyone to die. <laughs> oh, no. I actually want Sora to die. 
No. I actually think that if he if he sat, I think I feel like it would only work if he sacrificed himself or something. Yeah, but in typical Disney fashion, Kyrie will grab him his dead, lifeless body, and then she'll cry one single tear, and her tear will suddenly glow for no reason, and he'll be and alive again. That is, <laughs> That's that every is, Disney that movie. Is new that Disney, can be though. that can be the cliffhanger ending. It's you see not, the teardrop, and then the but hand see, just... See, Brandon, I wouldn't say it's that new. Is, that, it was in Beauty and the Beast. It's kind of like how uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 but, ended. But Bambi... Bambi's mom doesn't come back True, to okay, life. True, okay. Needed is uh, Simba's Mufasa daddy. Mufasa doesn't come that back to in life. in the beginning. Yeah. In the end. Yeah, it's not an ending. Yeah. Yeah, the it's already But happy. Mufasa still died, and it was still very sad. Well, so, maybe maybe Sora dies earlier in the game, and then you have to change main characters. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you switch to Kyrie as the main character. It's Metal Gear Solid. Too. Yeah, well, it's already <laughs> kind of happened. It's already kind of happened. I mean, he turned into a Heartless yeah. in Kingdom Hearts 1. Something I really yeah. want to see, and I think I've mentioned it before, and just in general, I want to see Sora as a character grow up. Just at, not grow up as in like age, but like in maturity, just a little bit, just to seem like over this journey, he's gone through all this and he's learned so much, and now he's a better person because of it. Just because that's, it seems like I don't know, he hasn't really changed very much. So, but that's his I hope that's part. he's Harry Potter still stuck in Harry Potter one. Yeah. So basically, you want Kingdom Hearts reality check? Yeah, well, a little bit of reality check. It's not really that much of a reality check it's just obvious that when you go through a lot of crazy stuff you change as a person and you grow up so it, i don't know it'd just be nice to see how all of this was somehow worth it because more serious it's not just underneath when, when when the camera's not on him he's like this massive depressive and then as soon as the camera goes back on he's like yay let's go and do this <laughs> it's like it's like a disney thing he's like all happy in front of the camera and then when he's off camera he's all like yeah. depressed junkie or whatever <laughs> kill me please. <laughs> he's like on the street corner with a sign that says shoot me so yeah. we want a happy ending with a sad Sora in it I don't want a sad Sora I just want a stronger he's better a Sora. Sora I want him better for the experience once a bit more of a Harry Potter uh, 7 <laughs> uh, Sora yeah when he has like kids and all that <laughs> He has like a, like a <laughs> Ooh, no. no, not the and epilogue. A DUI record. Not go that oh, far. Joe Osment <laughs> already has a DUI record. Driving to gummy shipped while drunk. Oh man. Yes. Well, before we ruin our tenth anniversary <laughs> show anymore, we're gonna move on to our music segment. I felt it would be only appropriate to pick a song that's in every Kingdom Hearts game, and that would of course be Dearly Beloved, the song that you know mm-hmm. and love that every Kingdom Hearts game starts with, with exception of Kingdom Hearts, the mobile cell phone game. The game that shall not be named. I don't think yes. we should ever talk about it in any other podcast ever again. again. We, no. we said it for this show, no mas. Okay. That's it, that's <laughs> the one chance you'll ever hear. That's all you get. So yeah, it's a remix of Dearly Beloved called Dearly Beloved Trance Techno Remix. We actually had a, a trance remix on a previous show, but this is... um. One done by Zach Payne. Uh, it's an interesting take. I hope you guys really like it. It's what they would call dream trance techno. Uh, I'm not really too into the electronica scene, but I know it's a lot more mystical and cool. And I don't know. The the kids like it these days. Gosh darn it! Euphoric. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, so I guess that'll move us on into our outro. Our next Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the 24th of April. Um, you can subscribe to the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts and we are number one. Yay! And of course you can catch every episode on KingdomHeartsUnion.com or KH2.co.uk all right, guys, I know this is an awesome show, but it is that inevitable goodbye time. No. <laughs> Don't. Bye-bye. Ten more Happy years. Ten more years. Ten, Ten more, more years. years. Bye, everyone. Happy anniversary, Kingdom Happy Hearts. We love you. Happy anniversary. Kingdom Hearts 4. Kingdom Hearts 4. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. All right, and I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and kingdomheartsunion.com production.